0: Last week, I did join the TimCast IRL group, and we discussed this story that was quite concerning. Ultimately, there was a transgender woman who was being accused of potentially carrying out mass murder on both Blacks and Jews, and ultimately, it all started. This is the woman. Let's Okay, she's not fooling anyone. He's not fooling anyone. But uh, this is the quote-unquote woman who Elizabeth West will go with, who... Uh, Threatens in social media groups to go after black Jews and immigrants. Ultimately, this individual posted in a lot of just pro-trans groups that she was going to target people that were not, people who were transphobic, ultimately. And then they found this image, and it's guns that she, he, we'll go with, I guess he for the story purposes, uh, was threatening to go out and commit mass murder. Now, ultimately, according to the Department of Justice, they got this threat back in September of 2023, but the arrest was only made in January. The indictments came in also in January. So why did it take the DOJ this long to confront this individual who is literally threatening to commit mass murder? Well, there's someone who's been working on it, and I want to bring her in, Mia Cattell. She is the investigative reporter for Town Hall, and she's done an incredible job following the facts on all of this. Mia Thank you for being here. Your piece in town hall was incredible because it maps out all the details regarding this case. Ultimately, though, it took the federal government months to go after this biological man. And, you know, now they've indicted him. But why did it take so long? Because ultimately they got this tip back in September, it looks like.
1: That's a really good question, because as you were saying, they got this threat that was posted to a, trans woman support group on Facebook back in September. And then it took the FBI months to finally arrest this guy in January. It took them uh, watching his social media history and finding out that uh, not only was he threatening these so-called transphobes, he's threatening Blacks, Jews, immigrants, and that seemed to be more of a basis for the DOJ to act rather than he was threatening to carry out a mass shooting at his workplace against whomever he deemed transphobic
0: yeah yeah and we we see those types of things kind of get dismissed by our federal government a lot these days many are familiar with the nashville shooting we're just learning more about the manifesto because they still want to cover parts of it they don't want to release it and only because of a leak we're finding out more information regarding it so ultimately now yes they have made the arrest they are prosecuting this individual but it was interesting because the criminal charges are kind of i would say vague they don't seem to be it it doesn't seem to be like they're kind of swinging at this individual with what they would normally do for let's say just a regular person threatening the mass shootings it's ultimately it kind of looks like they're only charging this one count of transmitting an international interstate threat is that the only charge this person's facing right now
1: yes so far that's the only count that he's been indicted on by a grand jury and you're right they are dressing it up more with the nazi angle because they found his social media posts that uh affiliated with neo-Nazis, that were racist, that were anti-Semitic, but of course if the rules were reversed, let's say this was a person threatening transgender people, they would find that threat to be credible enough to already charge him, not spend months surveying him and deciding from there that he it's a credible enough threat. And so I believe uh, all this other kind of dressings helped to uh, get the FBI to actually move on it. It looked like the FBI was actually deferring him towards mental health services. There were all these back and forth phone calls. They even met up at a coffee shop at the suspect's convenience. And so that seemed like a really slow walking uh, case instead of rushing to apprehend what looks like a very violent individual.
0: Yeah, Mia, you cover these stories, stories similar to this quite often. Is is that normally the procedure that would take place with somebody who's threatening to massacre a bunch of their uh, the, bunch of co-workers that they deem as transphobic? Is that normal?
1: It, it shouldn't be, you know, that they take so long. Uh, the FBI has, as we've seen, a lot of these uh, shooters were previously known to authorities and previously known to the FBI. So, a lot of this is a bit eye opening on the FBI's process to apprehend would be shooters. Thankfully, they got this guy before he did anything because clearly he's been planning this for months. He had a stockpile of 30 firearms, he had kind of manifesto like writings and disturbing drawings, uh, imagining himself as this vigilante killing those who have wronged him, her, it. And so, Of course, I believe if the suspect was white and was threatening minorities, the FBI, the mainstream media would be all over this guy. We would know his name, his family, where he went to high school, the first car he drove. But this is something that the media isn't touching and how the DOJ is publicizing it. Uh, A woman with Nazi affiliations, you don't see transgender at all in the public uh, press release that was issued. And so that's, that's a fact that's really being buried here.
0: Yeah. And ultimately, I mean, if you look at a lot of the statistics regarding uh, the gender that usually commits violent acts, it's mainly men. You rarely see women. And so I find it interesting when I'm looking over crimes, whether it's those who are biological men who identify as female, they're boosting our stats as females to pretend like we commit, you know, uh, murder and Ultimately, it's it's not if you look at the statistics before all this transgender, um, I'll say nonsense came about. It was statistically biological men who were committing these heinous crimes. And now they're pretending like these numbers are going up because they're allowing biological men to pretend that they're female and they're boosting our statistics regarding these crimes. I just find this all so fascinating. And then when I talk to people, I've spoken to several psychiatrists regarding uh, transgenders in you know our country alone and they're telling me that like they can't speak out on this issue but they do believe that a lot of these people are uh, who identify as the opposite gender that they're born as uh, do suffer from mental health issues and normally they would diagnose them with like uh, some type of personality disorder or like, multiple personality disorder but ultimately they can't do that anymore when I go and I Purchase a gun, I have to do a background check. And I was, my jaw hit the ground recently where uh, it asked me what gender I was. And then it gave me multiple genders. It wasn't just male or female. And then the immediate question after that was um, Have you ever suffered from any type of mental health issues? Or have you ever been diagnosed with mental health issues? And so I, I believe and this isn't you don't have to you know state your claim on this one, but I believe that there is something there. It does go hand in hand. and we are seeing an uptick in violence that are committed by transgender individuals. And I'm concerned that our federal government is is ignoring it because they don't want to boost up this narrative that these individuals do suffer from mental health issues and they don't want to discourage them from coming out as transgender, I guess. We'll see. Um, Mia, you are also focused on another story, which I found to be quite interesting because I've followed other stories around the country for years now regarding farmers who are being targeted by USDA and other entities, uh, regarding just, you know, being organic or, or just trying to, you know, produce products and the government stepping all over them. Um, you were going to tease this. You're going to have this published on town hall within, um, the next few days regarding a story about, uh ammo uh ammo miller farm and it's about seized property which i find interesting and if you look into what property was seized during this raid and i'm going to have you detail the reasoning behind this raid that they're saying the items that were seized are sour cream chocolate milk ice cream eggnog it sounds quite strange mia what's going on here because this is interesting
1: so miller's organic farm has been under attack by big government regulations for years before he went up against the USDA because he ships all over the country, but exclusively to members of his private buying club. He doesn't sell on uh, grocery store shelves. He only sells to his private buyers. And so he he follows this kind of farming philosophy about honoring uh, time old traditions. And that's something that uh, big government doesn't like. So lately, uh, I believe it was January 4th, Pennsylvania authorities, this included state troopers, Department of Agricultural officials, raided his farm and seized multiple coolers containing his products. And the basis for that, apparently uh, New York State was tipped off about STEC infections, which is a toxin-producing E. coli that reportedly was traced back to Miller's products. And this is all the way in New York State, it's believed because he transports goods across state lines, but that also was used as a basis to back the search warrant. And they apparently found other violations. They slapped a detention order on his walk-in cooler. They placed stickers tagging his products. And uh, recently the detention order was extended. So he cannot sell uh, dairy products and he's really fighting this uh, at the legal level. And of course he's, uh, it's putting his business out of business.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I'm I'm quite alarmed by this, but it goes with what we've been warning our audience about. You know, we've seen in pork products, for an example, pigs have been getting these mRNA vaccines and they don't have to tell you if they're getting them. But ultimately, when we speak to farmers, they're like, yeah, we've been using this for, I think, five years now so far. And so a lot of Americans are looking trans- for transparency with their products that they consume. And so it seems like they are targeting these farms that are looking to offer uh, consumers, transparency, and also aren't looking to comply with what's going on right now, and we're seeing it all around the world too. Mia, yeah, I'm interested in this, and we're gonna we're gonna you know pay attention to what's going on regarding this farm because I think Americans want to know what's going on with their food, uh, their food sources, and their livestock. And this goes hand in hand. So, Mia, we're going to be looking out for your article in Town Hall. Again, it, it will be out there soon. The best way to follow Mia's work is to give her a follow on Twitter as well. That's, I'm constantly looking for what you're working on, Mia, through your Twitter page. So, again, it's just Mia Cat Hell, uh, and you could find her on there. Mia, thank you so much for everything you're doing. I really appreciate it. And we're looking forward to seeing this article because I think it's going to be very insightful. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. Under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's PhD.com slash Brianna. Give a Derm is all natural products. I use it twice a day, I use it in the morning and I also use it before I go to bed. And if you're looking to pick up a great body lotion, I use it every day. It's incredible. Again, the ingredients all in the back, it's listed. It's everything you can pronounce because guess what? It's all natural. This one's a good one. You have to get this product. Click down the link below. Give a Derm is the product name and the promo code for 10% off right now is Brianna.